0: Listening to strawberry milkshake. Hello friends, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. And before we get started, how was you guys this weekend? I really hope you had a wonderful week. It's Friday, we made it to the end of the week. What are your plans for the weekend? I hope you guys had a wonderful week and you have a wonderful weekend. Um, For me, my week was pretty good. Um, I had a week off for school. So this was like my spring break week. I did still do school, though. I'm just, you know, getting ahead, doing some extra assignments. And I did write more of my book that I told y'all about. And I did read a lot. Um, That's kind of how my week went. It was very fun. We also did um, trim our dog, Emmy. We trimmed and bathed her. So that was super fun. But yeah, I think so far, you know, I've had a really good week and then I go back to school on Tuesday and I do have a lot of testing. So I've also been studying for that because it always seems like I'm always testing for this school and it's just like so I can stay in virtual school. So I have to be constantly testing. But yeah, so I am going back to testing. So I have been studying for that and doing my assignments and studying and stuff like that. But yeah, I had a really good weekend, and like I said, I hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, now let's go ahead and get into this podcast episode. So for this week, for this podcast episode, I am going to be giving basically some game ideas, but not like, you know, your online games or anything like that, games on that you download on a phone. Games that you can play if you're in a car, if you're at your house and you're bored, you know, things that do not require technology that you can play with things lying around the house, like either just, you know, your brain and someone else or yourself even or just paper and pencil, like a paper and a piece of, um, piece of paper and a pencil. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead. I have, how many do I have? I think I have like 10. I don't know exactly. I do have quite a few, though. Some of them are more classic, at least to me. And other ones are ones I started playing recently from my other family members, and they are super fun. So the first one I have here um, in Mexico, it's called Basta. And here in the United States, it's called Scattergories basically how this game works is you can get a piece of paper and a pencil and you know you usually play with a few people and you basically get topics so let's say you know I have five topics it's like food, a first name, um like a place like a business um like a piece of clothing and somewhere in the city you know just basically any subject you can think of you know an animal a food anything like that a color maybe not color because there's only so many colors but basically then after that what you do is you have you know however many subjects you want at least more than five and basically, one of y'all you start saying the alphabet, and then like it's like, okay, go, so in my head I'm like a, b, c d e f g, and then the other person tells me to stop, and whatever letter I land on when they tell me to stop, let's say for instance, I land on f then for that round, you have to think of whatever your topics are if you did an animal. You have to think of an animal with the letter F. The first name with the letter F. The food with the letter F. So basically as an example, I do F and I have an animal. You could do like a frog for an animal. For the food, you could do like fries or like, I don't really know anything. I mean, I know other things with F. I just cannot think of it right now. And that is actually what makes the game so fun. You know, you're stressed for time. Because everyone, you have to basically get all of the, like all of your topics done. Whoever is the first one to do that. You say basta or categories or done. You know, just say something to let them know that you're done and then you stop. And then basically you go through all of you. You're like, okay, what did you get for animal? Oh, I got frog. I got whatever else, what other animals there are. And basically if y'all, if two people get the same thing, then y'all don't get a point to get a point, you have to be the only one that set that certain animal or food, and then, you know, you play several rounds, then you add up your points in the end, and it's super fun, we always play that with my grandma when we go, and it's, um, you know, just us, my immediate family, it's a family of five, me, my two other sisters, my mom, and my dad, so that's five people, and we play with my grandma, that's six people, so we always play that, you know, we could do, like, 10 rounds, just, you know, for each letter, and it is so fun, I really recommend that game, honestly, like, I love that game so much, once again, it is, called in mexico that's what we call it because i'm hispanic i call it basta b-a-s-t-a or here in the united states you could call it scattergories um they actually sell it as a game as well but we just like playing with ourselves you know we just like playing um with paper pencil and our brains so that's what we do for that game the next game isn't kind of like a game. It's just something you can do. It's I call it storytelling. Basically, you know, all you need for this is at least two people. And you can just go back and forth. You know, you think of a story and, you, you know, just a story out of your head. But not, not one that has been written before. Just like once upon a time, a girl walked through a forest. And basically, once it's getting to, like, a part, let's say, she walks through a forest, she trips on, like, a rock or something, she finds this haunted house, she opens the door, and she sees a... And then you go to the next person so they decide, you know, what that girl saw. They decide how, like, what makes a story so riveting and so adventurous or whatever it is. So you could do that. You could go ahead and go along with the story. And you can go around many people or just back and forth and back and forth. And, you know, like, after she says, she saw, like, a vampire, and the vampire took her inside to the house, and then she, like, let's say it's kind of dark, the vampire tied the little girl down, and the vampire was about to, like, talk to her or something, when there was another knock at the door, the vampire opened the door, and it was, and then it goes back to the other person to where they can, like, fill it in. Basically, it's, like, when it gets to an exciting part and it starts, like, you know, just get exciting, you let the other person finish it off to continue the story. So that's what another game, you know, it's called Storytelling. The next one is called In Grandmother's Trunk, and this game is so fun. I play this while I'm waiting, you know, at a doctor's appointment. I play this with my mom. We go back and forth playing with each other. Basically, what it is, it's called Grandmother's Trunk, at least that's what I call it, and it is basically a game where you have the whole alphabet, and you go back and forth so let's say it's usually just for like two people but you can do as many people it just makes it a little bit harder but let's say you had two people so me and someone else and i say in grandmother's trunk i found a um an apple so, it's, like, anything you can find. Like, any anything you can think of with that letter. So, in this trunk, I found A, an apple. Okay? The next person. In this trunk, I found A, an apple. So, they have to repeat what you said. They cannot make up something new with A. They have to keep the word that you said for A and then add. And for B, a banana. You know, it's just going fruit. But you can do anything. Like, for B, um, like uh, what kind of, like a ball. So, A, apple, B, ball. The next person. In grandmother's trunk, I found A, apple, B, ball, and then they think of one for C. So basically, you just keep going on with the other people. They have to think of something, and then for the next person, you have to repeat all of them until the new letter and then think of something. So that game was also super fun. That's what we play in the car while we're waiting for, like, our dad to get down to the store to get groceries, Um, you know something like that or if we're at a doctor's appointment and we're waiting for them like to see me or whatever it is you know whenever we're bored we just go ahead and play any of these games but mainly grandmother's trunk because it's so fun this is also a really good memory game to see if you can remember the whole alphabet but it's also kind of hard to find things for like z and x and stuff like that um and sometimes it's even harder if you do topics so one time me and my mom we just did food so that was really hard to think of all foods with the whole alphabet but definitely really fun and a challenge The next thing is called Add to the Picture, and I'm pretty sure this is a game, but we we did not get it as a game. We used to play it at restaurants when we used to go to restaurants, and we were waiting for our food to come. um, You know, we usually brought a little notebook and, like, a piece of paper, like, either a notebook or a pen or a pencil, or if we forgot a notebook and we have a pencil, Um, we just draw on the napkin, but basically what you do, you can go between two people or however many people, you just draw one thing, like a circle, okay? Then you pass it on to the next person, and they draw, like, um, let's say a line going through it, and then you hand it to the next person, you add, basically, you just keep adding something new, you can only add one thing, and then at the end, you know, it's just a beautiful masterpiece, you know, whatever it ends up to be, like, let's say, you know, I draw a circle, and then someone else draws two circles inside it, you know, so that's eyes, and then the next person draws a smile, next person can make it completely weird, or they can continue to, like, the normal human, you know, add hair or a body. Basically, though, you just go around the table or just go between you and another person back and forth, adding new things to the picture, and that is so fun to do that. We used to always play that at restaurants, like I said. Or if we're just in the car, we play that, too. Like I said, these games are all related really when we're bored. So I really recommend that. We would call it Add to the Picture. The next one is not really one that we came up with, at least, um, we didn't come with really any of these, but, like, ones that we played that often, and I think it's more, um, not iconic, it's more, like, known, um, I would say Red Light, Green Light, that's pretty well known, you know, especially for, like, at school and stuff, but that game is also super fun for outdoor, you know, I tried to be all-inclusive of, like, outdoor activities, indoor activities, you can play in the car, stuff like that, this one is called Red Light, Green Light, if you have never heard of Red Light, Green Light, basically what it is is you have like one person like i said you need at least two people at least but it can work with 10 people you know just cannot work with one so what you do is one person stands pretty far away a good distance from like let's say five other people so five of the people are pretty far back and then one person walks like really ahead um but where you can still see them and then they turn their back to the five people and they say red light and when they say red light your face they're back is facing other people when you say green light you turn around and you look at the five people so basically whenever you say red light you want to um wait did i say that wrong i think it's Wait, no i'm so sorry red light you look at the people green light is when you have their back to them so basically you know if the one person the one that's standing alone um, says red light that means um, you have to stop moving and they're staring at you so if they see you move you're out if they say green light you have to run basically you have to get there the fastest but they the person cannot see you moving so you know when it says green light you run but then when it says red light they turn to see you and you have you cannot be moving or else you will be disqualified from the game or from that round and basically the objective of the game is to touch that player with the one person that's saying red light green light without them um seeing you coming and you just touch them and then you're the new person that says red light green light that is a super fun game that we used to always play when we're outside and it's really fun i really recommend that one the next one is called charades and this is basically something you do not need anything at all just yourself your body and i'm pretty sure you might have you probably have heard of this it's called charades like i said and you basically just act out something. So let's say um, the topic is like an animal. So act out an animal. You basically start acting like an animal. So if you were like a dog, you know, you make your own rules if you want sound effects or if you can use props and stuff like that. But let's say you want no props, no sound effects. And if you're like being a cat, you could like lick yourself, pretend lick yourself, like lick your arm because that's something that everyone knows cats do because they bathe themselves. Or it could be like a dog and you could just pretend like Bark, kind of, but don't let any noise come out. If it's like something you're doing or like a profession, like a job, you pretend like you're teaching to kids or you're like baking a cake, pretend like you're mixing in a bowl or decorating cake, you know, anything like that. If you're a painter, just act like you're painting on an easel, like Bob Ross. Anything like that just depends what the topic is or if it's just anything at all. Sometimes we do movies, so if it's like a princess, you know, we try to act like that certain princess from a Disney movie. If it's, like, an Avengers character. um, One time I did Spider-Man. I just, like, was throwing webs everywhere. Like, I was pretending to throw webs. And then that was Spider-Man. Um, one time I was, like, Captain America. And I just, like, pretended I had a shield. And I was, like, throwing a shield. And one time I was, like, I think... I was rapunzel and i was just brushing my long luscious hair because she has really long hair um so you know you just kind of get creative of things that that character that certain thing that you're doing is known for so that's charades that is super duper fun That can also play with just two people or many people it's really fun to take turns and then whoever guesses it first like oh that's spider-man then they're the next person that gets to act out something so that's a really fun game the next one is just you know some classic card games like Go Fish, crazy eight old maid you know just simple classic card games all you need is a um what's it called a deck of cards I cannot think of it you need a deck of cards and at least two people where you can play any of these games go fish crazy eight old maid I'm not going to go into too much detail of how to play those games if you want to know look them up on the internet of how to play go fish crazy eight old maid anything like that but those are some really good fun classic card games the next one is something you do need something but I think if you're like Um, Well, it really depends. Basically, though, all you need is water bottles. And I'm not talking about like, you know, metal water bottles. I'm talking about the recyclable ones whenever we go on a trip. um, You know, we don't bring our water bottles or anything like that because at our house we do have water bottles that we drink from every day. Our own, you know, we put in the fridge to cool overnight. We do not use the plastic ones because we don't want to hurt the environment. But when we do go on trips and we do not bring our water bottles, we do have to buy the packaged, you know, the packaged plastic water bottles from the store. So when you drink them, and then you can smash them, you know, when you're done drinking them, they're empty. You smash them, put the lid back on. It's really tiny, and it's kind of like a ball. Me and my sisters always play that. We throw it to each other, um, usually when it's two people and you have two water bottles. You know, it's kind of like, you throw one, I throw one, you throw one, I throw one, and it's really fun. You always have, like, a ball in your hand that you throw into the other person. I think that's really good. It's also good for, like, I don't know exactly what the word is. I can't think of it right now, but, like, I guess it helps you not be balanced, but, like, with your skill of, like, you're always trying to catch something and, like, being aware, I guess. That's a really fun game, not just throwing water bottles, not at each other, but, like, you know, playing catch. That's super duper fun um So, that one, you know, it's really simple. If you don't have a ball, you can just use really anything. But one thing we use is water bottles. You can also use socks. You know, if you have a pair of socks, just kind of tie them up. Not tie them up, but like fold them up and throw them at each other. Not at each other. I keep saying at each other, but I mean, you know, as like playing catch. So, that's really fun. Another one I used to play when I was younger. It's called Kick the Can. And all you need for this is a can. Be sure it is empty. You know, you don't want any food in there anything like that. Basically, you just get a can. And you can play this, probably not inside because you don't want it to scratch your floor if it's, you know, metal or aluminum like the can is. You know, you don't want that to scratch your wood floors or your concrete floors, whatever your floors are. So we usually play this outside on like our, um what's it called, our driveway. um You know, like concrete or if it is safe in a parking lot, but only if it's like a parking lot where no one is. And you're sure that no one's going to just pull in because, you know, you don't want anything dangerous like that. And always make sure you have parent supervision. Always make sure of that. You don't want to be outside on your own. But basically in this game, kick the can, it's not, it's like soccer basically, and you just kick the can. And like I said, it's like soccer, but if you don't have a soccer ball, you can just use a can. So that is really fun. And my sister's like, oh, we want to play something, you know, we're bored. We just went inside and got a can and that's what we did. We just played for like hours. It's, it's just like soccer, you know, you can make your own little goals, just like marking it. If you get past your, that's a goal. Um, So that was super fun. Kick the can. That's really fun. next game is okay so this is a game that you play in the car and basically it's like where you count cars you know if you're driving and you are like this is something you can do on your own if you're just bored out of your mind if it's like a road trip but it's like i'm bored it's a long long car ride what can i do for five hours or however long your road your um car ride is you know Um, there are cars most likely always passing you, not always, but, you know, at a good rate, passing you, um, you know, following you, going behind you, going on your left, on your right, so that's super fun, what we do is you can either do the brands and look like, oh, this one's Toyota, this one's Chevrolet, this one's uh, a Honda, or something simpler, which is what we do we just do cars like the color so you know before you start you're like I think I'm going to see more black cars than red cars so then you know my sister chooses okay I want to do black cars and I'm like I want to do red cars so then we're like I think there will be more black cars so then you know whenever we get to our destination that's when we end it and we say like okay you won but basically what you do is you basically count the cars until your destination so oh that's one red car that's another red car you know two three four keep track of it and then you know my sister is like oh and then we come to our destination and she's like okay i found you know 50 black cars and i was like oh i found 40 red cars so that means you know she won and it's not like a competition or anything it's just to pass the time to get your mind off of it you know just to think of cars and counting cars you can do this for animals you know sometimes it's kind of sad but sometimes when we go on road trips there's always dead animals so we do a dead animal tracker of like the dead cats and dogs and deer and other animals that get hit that's kind of off topic, but basically, you know, just count something that you see. You can count any alive animals you see, and people walking, people on motorcycles, people on bicycles. You could do just trucks, just little minivans, just regular cars, or like I said, what we do, we do color and brands. That's mainly what we do. That is honestly like one of the best things I can do in the car. And that does conclude this, not this episode, but all of the games, um, recommendations that I have. I do have more, you know, because I play more games than this, but these are one of my, like, some of the main ones that I usually play in my family. So, I really hope you guys, um, enjoy those recommendations. But before you click out of this episode, don't click out. I know you want to, probably. I know you probably have stuff to do. Do not click out because I have something so special for today's episode. I got left a voice message a voice message sorry a voice message from James Stevenson he follow, he started following me on Instagram and he told me that he would leave me a voice message and I received the voice message I listened to it it is very kind and very sweet thank you James for doing that it really means a lot to me and it really helps support my podcast and it makes me feel good so I'm going to go ahead and insert his clip right now Hi, my name's James. Uh, I'm an author and uh, high school English teacher. Um, I live in Japan. I just wanted to say that uh, the Strawberry Milkshake podcast is really good. Um, I think it would be really useful for my English students to practice listening to um, natural English and interesting subjects. Okay, thank you. Okay, so that was the message from James. Thank you so much. As you guys could listen to the message, you learned more about James and kind of about him, and he says that he likes my podcast. Thank you so much, James. Like I said, it really means a lot to me, and I'm so happy that you were the first one, um, you know, to leave the voice message. You're the first one to be in this episode, and I'm really happy and thankful that you did that. So thank you again. And before we leave, the positive quote for this episode is, it is better to fail in originality than to succeed in imitation by Herman Melville. This is basically saying, you know, it is better to, if you fail at all, do it. Fail in being yourself. Do not fail in trying to copy someone else. Fail in being yourself. And if you want to succeed, do it on your, do it your own way. Do not imitate someone else. Do not copy them. You know, if you're going to fail, fail in originality. And if you're going to succeed, succeed in originality. Do nothing in imitation because you always want to be yourself. I hope this, guys, helped y'all. Maybe, you know, helped y'all today if it made you happy or inspired. What's it called? Um, not inspirated. In, what's it called? Um, Inspired. Sorry, I could not think of that word. I just had a word blank. If it helps you get inspired or anything like that. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I will see you guys next week. Bye, friends.